we really connect on music. He's such a music fan. You know, SNL had so many great musical guests over sure, the years. Sure, sure. That it's really weird. I, and this is something that's, you know, I, I just like, talking about comedy, I, I don't know as much. But talking about music, I could talk about it forever. So with Lauren, I found a way to just instantly have a conversation with him. The National Defense is dedicated to the men and women who serve our country in active duty, our veterans, and their families. We're here for you. God bless you. We love you. On each episode, we look for people and stories with some connection to these heroes. I'm Randy Miller. What can you say about Fred Armisen? He's an actor, comedian, writer, producer, and musician. With his comedy partner, Kerry Brownstein, Armisen was the co-creator and co-star of Portlandia. He was also on Saturday Night Live, and he's in a brand new movie called The Bubble. We're so excited to have Fred Armisen join us here on Celebrity Salute. One of the funniest humans on the planet. He's also a, a tremendous ballet parking attendant in the Spanish language series Los Espookies. And uh, he's in the new Netflix movie The Bubble, which is a comedy from uh, Judd Apatow about filming a dinosaur movie during the pandemic. <laughs> Fred Armisen <laughs> joins us here on the National Defense. Hey, Fred, how's, how are you? How's it going? Uh, good, really good to talk to you. And, and you're in Europe, right? You're in you're in London. I'm in England. I know I'm in Manchester, England. Manchester. And, uh, yeah, I've been here uh, for a little while. I was in London for a while, and then. Uh, yeah, and it's great. I love it here. How do you have time to do all that? It's weird. I schedule everything just sort of a couple months in advance, and I just make sure to keep busy. And somehow it works. Just the little by little, yeah. uh, you know, what's the next thing going to be? And then it, it seems to work out. And is it Apatow or Apatow? Oh, that's a good question. Judd Apatow. I say Apatow. That's what I say. I, I, I wonder yeah. what he says. Yeah, I should ask him because I, I guess I never really hear him say his own name. Right. <laughs> True. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But then yeah. you're you're kind of a wordsmith, aren't you? Uh, you know, I wish I was more of a wordsmith. Like I, <laughs> I, I feel like there are people who are really good at knowing the origins of words and everything. And I wish I was better at it. Yeah. Well, now you've worked with Judd before, I guess, uh in Anchorman. Yes. Um, and then just through the stand-up scene and just through the comedy scene, I've I've known him a long time. I've been friends with him and I've just seen him around, which I kind of like. I like that the comedy scene is like that. You just, there are people you just see around all the time. And yeah, I don't know. It's kind of nice. Yeah. I, I just finished his book where he interviews uh, just a host of other comic actors and comedians. Really, really great. I mean, he's, he's been interested in comedy from, from the get go. But now that's not really your background, is it? You want to be a rock drummer. Yeah, I come from music. Um, and, uh, and by the way, that is interesting about Judd, about how from such an early age, he was right. always into comedy. And it, it is fun talking to him about comedy. But um, uh, yeah, I started with, with drums. I, I just really, uh, that was what I wanted. I wanted to be, you know, Keith Moon or something. and. Right. Uh, Somehow um, I got into comedy and then I was able to sort of work the two together where right. I come about <laughs> drumming. But, but yeah, but, uh, you know, I still am very, uh, I still feel like a drummer when I do comedy. I still huh. feel like, I, I still feel like, 
okay, I'm a drummer, but right now I'm just doing this comedy job right now. So uh, this is kind of a crazy question, but are the two kind of related in their the methods? I mean, uh, whether it's rhythm or beat or, or anything like that? Yeah, well, for a drummer, you're supposed to sort of support the band. You know, it's like a skeletal system for the band. And <laughs> I do feel like in sketches, that's kind of the idea too. You're, your role is kind of to, you know, make, make everyone else also funny uh, in a sketch. Um, so there is, I really feel like there's a link to it. I really feel like, uh, they're very related. They're just, they're like cousins or something. We're based in Kansas city. And uh, I saw you do your stand up here a few years ago, which was uh, hysterical. And also unlike any other stand up I've ever, <laughs> I've ever seen when you go into a project, whatever it is, do you strive to make it unlike anything that anyone's ever seen? It's more that it occurs to me because I haven't seen it. So I don't think of it like, oh, no one has ever seen this, so I want to do it. It's more like uh, uh, curiosity. I'll think, oh, no, you know you know what I haven't seen? You know, blank. I'll, I'll think of something, oh, I've never seen that. So it's almost like I'm making it for myself. But it would be fun to see, you know, this combination of things or uh, Los Espookies is like that. Right, I haven't right. seen a, a comedy show in Spanish about people who love horror movies. Right. So, <laughs> right, right. So where, well, you know, let, that, that, it's, it's more like that. Let's talk about your your uh, character in Los Spookies. So, yeah. you're a parking valet, which most people might say, "Oh, I guess he couldn't couldn't get any higher than that." But that's your dream job. And they yes. talk about you on the show as this is uh, maybe the best parking attendant in history because yeah. you've got such a skill. Does your does your kind does your improv background does that kind of lend itself to creating those kind of characters? It's it's less that it's more just observation. So as okay. I travel around and I see the culture of valet parking. I just noticed that. <laughs> Do you travel around and watch the culture of valet parking? I, absolutely. Because, you know, when you travel, you end up in some cities, you'll end up at a restaurant and then there'll be people parking cars and stuff right. or, or a hotel. <laughs> and I noticed that they're very de dedicated. I noticed that valet parkers, I, I, I have yet to, to have experienced one who is kind of, you know, like uh, lax about it and like just blase. Yeah, my experience is that they're very, this is my job. This is what I want to do. I'm going to be fast. I'm going to run. And you see them running all the time. And even with a, a, a tie, they'll have like a little tie on. And it's just, I'm always impressed. It's just like a very, I just feel like it's like, this is it. This is, right. this is my job. <laughs> it's a really funny show. And it takes, it takes you a while to kind of, wrap your mind around what's going on on uh, Los Spookies, but uh, the, the response has been fantastic, right? Oh, incredible. I mean, yeah. to have a show on HBO is, you know, a dream. And, and the, the fact that it's such a, a, a strange show that ended up on TV, it's even better. <laughs> you know? right. Because even, right. even pitching it, I remember, oh, they can't go for this. This is right. too, <laughs> this is insane, you know. And now Lorne Michaels, I think, also is involved with that and, and has uh, worked with you on a number of projects. Is Lorne Michaels your real dad? In, in many ways. I, yeah. I really, 
I think of him in that way, and I also think of him as a friend. But um, the way he gives advice, it just feels very paternal. Um, but then at the same time, we really connect on music. He's such a music fan. You know, SNL had so many great musical guests over sure, the years. Sure, sure. That it's really weird. I, and this is something that's, you know, I, I just like talking about comedy, I, I don't know as much. But talking about music, I could talk about it forever. So with Lorne, I found a way to just instantly have a conversation with him. And, <laughs> and he loves music. And uh, someone- But he loves there, jazz, doesn't he? He loves- uh, And you hate jazz. I don't hate jazz. I say that <laughs> in my stand up, but I really don't hate jazz. I, I, I really, I say that um, just as a sort of comedy, like, persona. <laughs> You know, it's like saying I hate tapas or something, but I, I, right. I love jazz. I, I love Duke Ellington and, you know, it's just like a fun thing to sort of pretend to not like. But of course, there I love the jazz drumming is amazing. Um, but Lauren is, no, he's a rock guy. He's rock and roll all the way. Okay. Okay. Well, let me ask you about SNL a little bit. 11 seasons, which I think puts you at third as, as far as longest tenured. Did you audition for, for Lauren? Oh, yeah. I auditioned. Went through a couple of auditions and uh, uh, remember like it was yesterday. First, I did it at a club and then they invited me back to do it at the studio. And it was at that, eight, you know, that 8H studio, which I couldn't even believe I was there. I was like, I wow. can't believe I'm in. Wow. Yeah. You know, I've watched SNL my whole life and I still watch SNL and I'm obsessed with SNL. I love it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I keep watching it. I love figuring out new cast members. Oh, what is, you know, what is their strength? Right. Uh, and I, and, and I like it when cast members have been on for a little, I like maybe their second or third year, they start finding out what, you know, what's working with the audience. Oh, it's so great. I love SNL. That's cool. Well, I, I mean, my favorite characters that you, you did on SNL, uh, obviously, uh, Stuart from the Californians, mm -hmm. uh, just incredible, but all time, I got to say, uh, with Kristen Wiig as, as Garth and Kat, I mean, that. Um, that was just, and you and I talked about a song. It was a, was it a, I think it was a Valentine's song. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. How did that, uh, was, it went, can we do it? There is a way. And red. And red is the color of the Valentine. The Valentine is filled with chocolate. Chocolate. Let. Let. Oh, that was great. I, I remember that like, like it was yesterday. Yeah. Um, I love I'm talking to Fred, Fred Armisen here on the National Defense. So now you were also, as far as Kansas City goes, don't you come back with Jason Sudeikis and, yeah. and Paul Rudd? It's a big charity event called Big Slick. And it's, it's raised over $10 million, might be more than that, for Children's Mercy Hospital. Number one, thank you for doing that. And uh, that's a that's a huge show every year. Yeah, that's um they also call it like Thundergong. And it's well, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and um it's based on the idea that um uh people who don't have all their limbs can still play music. So right. it's it's fantastic, especially especially for drumming. That's like an area where yeah, you know, you, you you, you like to have, you know, it's like you're like kind of like an octopus, you know, and you just want to play all the symbols and stuff. And, right. and the fact that there's technology to, to make that happen. Oh, it's the best. 
What a great well, in idea. fact, uh, Winona's uh, Winona Judd's husband uh, lost a limb and was yeah. one of the first uh, beneficiaries of, of that uh, of that organization. And he and they come to it every year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There they perform. It's yeah. uh, it's always a great vibe. You know, the whole thing is because uh, we also it because it's Jason. It's also not so serious. It's very much it. There's something about it that feels not precious. Right. Like, right. Oh, you know, these lucky few. It's more like let's play music. <laughs> let you know, the ingenuity of human beings to make uh, yes. to, to make inventions that make music easier for everybody. Let's do it. Let's make this loud. Let's make this loud and chaotic. Winona jumped on the streetcar and performed last time she was here. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you're right. It's, it's just like uh, an event. It's like a happening. It's just fun. And uh, it's just it's just a great event. I, I, I want to talk about Portlandia just a little bit, if I can. What a uh, yeah. what a phenomenal, phenomenal show. And I'm sure that you get everybody that comes up to you has one segment or one episode of Portlandia that reminds them of themselves. And I have one of those. My wife and I love the looky loo segment because we, we are those people where you go from house to house and you're buying houses and none of them works. And, and yeah. you always suggest these strange things. We did that for five years and we wore out about yeah. ten, 10 realtors. Yeah. It's that's a really specific one, by the way. You picked a really that one I've never heard. Before. But um, uh, yeah, uh, I um, I wonder who came up with it. Uh, but uh, it's just like it, it's just something that just happens everywhere. It's not just right, them. right. But yeah. looky loose, they just want to go to open houses. Right. <laughs> we even had a couple of realtors that started got in that mindset with us that really knew that we wouldn't buy the house, but took us anyway. Yeah. Just for, for fun, you know? Yeah. Practice. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So our audience, uh, Fred, of course, uh, made up of active duty military veterans and their families. Uh, yes. Any kind of message you'd like to, to give to them? Uh, I am fascinated by what you do. Uh, I'm fascinated by your lives. And I wish I could meet more of you in person you know it's been a couple of years where nothing live is really happening right um and i'm just just so impressed and uh you know i'm sure that i just so many people must express their gratitude to you that i'm like i'm gonna skip that just so that i'm not i just right. i don't know i also make it different yeah. and um i think that what I'm impressed by is it's, that it's such a selfless, uh, you know, being of service. It's, it's so selfless that it, it's the opposite of, of greed. And that's what I'm impressed by to really give, to give your physical body to just, to put your energy, your life it, to that is um, it's really, it's deep. And I'm, I'm impressed by it. And I want to know more. I want to know more about all the, the little things, you know, not just, not just training. I just want to know what, you know, like the mind, the mindset, the, uh, what, what does it take to do that? Right. Yes. And um, if you're a guitar player, how, do, how does that, you know, come into your life? If you're, 
you know, doing this. If you're a drummer, right. if you, um, uh, if, if you're a painter, I, I want to know how do you, you know, combine that. Right. I, I just, right. You know, because, because everyone has, I don't know, everyone's got such a, uh, you know, interest in personalities. I'm like, how do you mix it? How, where, where does that live? Right. Yeah. That's interesting. We had Tom Hanks on the show and he said the thing that kind of what you said, the thing that always he's curious about is the dynamic of that. What is in someone that makes them want to do that? You know, yeah. when it's when it's, when it's less than 1% of us, you know, it's just, yeah. uh, it, it is pretty amazing. It really it's amazing. is. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, uh, to, to that end, Fred, we have a, a regular segment on the show called Got Your Six. And it's six rapid fire questions for All Fred right. Armisen. You ready? All right. All right. Most fun character you've ever played? There's a goth weirdo character on Portlandia who has like long black hair. Sure. And uh, he's, he <laughs> makes a face that's kind of like a, a horror movie face. And uh, <laughs> I feel like that's the real me. That's the real me. <laughs> The most strenuous exercise you've ever done? I have to exercise and I hate exercise. So uh, <laughs> I've done uh, burp, you know, burpees, like when you oh, yeah. step down and like you have yeah. to jump up again. They make me sick. Yeah. They make me sick. They're, they're just, I mean, you know, you have to do them, but I Who can't came take... up with that? Who, who came up with who, burpees? Why? Right. Why? It's, I got to believe thing. it's somebody without knees. It's somebody, yeah. yeah. Or lungs. I'm like, how, how are you supposed to breathe through that? <laughs> Who's the best drummer in the world, Fred? My favorite drummer in the world is Clem Burke from Blondie. He oh, is, wow. uh, yeah, he's very inspired by Keith Moon. And, you know, I love Keith Moon, but I like to sort of, I, I don't know, Clem is still with us and he's such a, I like his style, so I'll always think of him as my favorite drummer. Cool. Who was the best host of SNL in your tenure? That's a tough one because it's not for me about, like, who is best at doing sketches. It's more of the surprise that they do sketches. So my favorites are always, like, uh, you know, athletes. Athletes show up, and they're so funny. It's just funny to see them, you know, do a sketch. It's just Peyton Manning fantastic yeah fantastic yeah i I mean just really great i mean like he he stands above everybody at least athlete wise in doing comedy yeah yeah agreed last time you and your wife had a date night well i'm not married oh Uh, you're not married i'm sorry no no i'm single um ladies but uh, So I guess it's a, uh, I guess it's been a, I guess it's been a little. Well, how about, how about, how about last time you had a date? Oh, I would say um, I've been working for a while, so uh, a, a couple of months ago. Ladies, so it's been a little while. Well, when you lived in Chicago, what was your favorite pizza? Ooh, what was my favorite pizza? There's a place called I think Leona's. That I used oh, to like. Yeah. And it's kind of like they had a few locations, but something about their pizza I, I just really liked. An artichoke pizza I remember having. Did you like it? You love Chicago. I, I think it, it seems to me, because I've, I've spent some time in Chicago, it seems like everything that you do is kind of informed by your time in Chicago. 
Yeah, because I spent a lot of my formative years there in a band. So it's like trench mouth. I, yeah. So that was in my twenties. And the twenty your twenty or my twenties is more like just that's where you absorb information. What is the world like? What is what are bookstores like? What are, you know, what is public transportation like? You just sort of it's all the first time you're doing all that. Right. So um uh so kind of yeah, I, I a lot of it was, but also strangely, a Minneapolis. We used to play in Minneapolis a lot. And there is where I saw a lot of like sort of culture that uh, I, I sort of made its way into Portlandia. People right. like who ran, ran record labels and something, something in there in Minneapolis also was the same way. Yeah. Well, this movie looks found fantastic, The Bubble. And it's, it's so, it's like what everybody's talking about, you know? I mean, because everybody was in their own bubble. And then to be able to make a movie about dinosaurs and all that comes with that. I can't wait for this, man. This, this sounds great. Oh, it's really funny. And Judd Apatow, you know, he's very loose. He lets people just have fun. And I was shocked. He just says, I don't know. We'll make something up. And, you know, you say this kind of thing and react and, and, and you, you play the director. Yeah. I play the, like an indie movie director who signed on to do a major studio movie. <laughs> So I'm in over my head. <laughs> and, and David Duchovny's in this thing. Yeah, we have a fight scene. You know, <laughs> it's fantastic. I, and while I was having a fight scene with them, I remember thinking, wow, I'm in a fight scene with David Duchovny. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, Fred, man, it has just been such an honor and a pleasure to talk to you. Obviously, I'm a huge fan. Thank you for all the entertainment and uh, thanks for taking the time. Well, thank you, and the feeling's mutual, and this is awesome, and hi to everybody out there. You've been listening to Celebrity Salute. Celebrity Salute is produced by Brainstorm Media and distributed by National Defense Network with host Randy Miller and executive produced by Nate Heron. Be sure to visit us at nationaldefensenetwork.com. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also say, Alexa, play the National Defense Network podcast.